Welcome to Lifeology. I am James Miller, your host and a licensed psychotherapist. I'm looking forward to spending this time with you as we learn some pretty amazing life lessons. Let's get started. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to listen to this show. When you're done listening, I hope you take a minute and write a quick review on whichever radio or podcast platform you've heard this show. Your insights will help others to be inspired and encouraged. I have a great show for you today. I'll help you analyze your life to determine your sense of fulfillment. I'll also be interviewing business expert and trainer, Daryl Woodhouse, who shares his story of burnout and the way his company helps organizations and businesses allocate their time effectively to create a healthy work-life balance. For more information about Daryl, please visit darylwoodhouse.com. Thank you so much for listening to Lifeology. I would love to connect with you. Be sure to follow me on all social media platforms under the name James Miller Lifeology, except for Twitter, which is James M. Lifeology. I am also very active on Instagram and create many videos with quick tips and tools that you can immediately implement. Be sure to say hello and follow me there. If you're anything like me, you'll love to read. Lifeology and Audible.com have partnered to offer you an incredible opportunity. Audible is offering you one free book download with a free 30-day trial. This is perfect for those of you who love to read but often don't have time to enjoy your favorite pastime. Go to jamesmillerlifeology.com forward slash audible to start your free trial. They have over 180,000 books from all genres, so I'm pretty confident your favorite author's books will be there. Go to jamesmillerlifeology.com forward slash audible and start listening to your favorite book today. Once again, go to jamesmillerlifeology.com forward slash audible to get started today. A sense of fulfillment. Oftentimes when we look at our life, sometimes we can become very frustrated because we think that nothing is going right or it feels like our life is stagnant. If we stop and reflect on what's going well versus areas we like to improve, we realize that there's probably a lot more wonderful things in our life than you realized. Have you ever really thought about what does fulfillment mean for you? That word may mean something different to you than it does to me. So when you can really define what fulfillment means, then you can create a graph of fulfillment. And what this looks like is this. On a horizontal line, you want to create as many life categories as possible. An example of some of those categories would be your spirituality, your sleep, your friendships, your relationships, your finances, your diet, your exercise, your vacation time. The more categories you can create, the more data you'll be able to use. Then on the vertical line, you want to create a scale from 1 to 10. 10 is the most fulfilled you feel, and 1 is the least amount of fulfillment you experience. So take some time to review this and go through each category and rate where you feel fulfilled. Now, I always tell people to create a snapshot of the past six months. And as you average out how fulfilled you feel, you'll be able to come up with an accurate number on that scale of one to 10. After you go through each category and rank it, you'll start to see where you're feeling fulfilled and where you're not being fulfilled. Once you see where you're being fulfilled, then there are a couple options of things you can do. If things are going really well in a certain area and you want to see more of it, that's a wonderful time to brainstorm to say, well, if this is something I really enjoy, how would my life be if I was able to do more of it? And often that's where a lot of people will start to find what their passion is because the more they enjoy doing something, the more fulfilled their life is. 
And conversely, if you see some areas in your life that you're not being fulfilled, then you ask yourself, what would I need to do to feel fulfilled? And that gives you an opportunity to strategize and perhaps try new things. So eventually you'll work smarter and not harder. And the more smart you work on this category, the more you'll start to feel that sense of fulfillment. It's good to do this every six months because you'll start to see how you are being more proactive in your life and how you are actively moving towards a sense of fulfillment. Now, I understand not everything we do in life is going to fulfill us. There are some chores we have that we just don't like to do. However, if you can do it more expeditiously, or in other words, do it more smartly, you'll find that perhaps it doesn't bother you as much because it doesn't take as much time to do. So this graph of fulfillment is really helpful because it allows you to look at areas that are going really well in your life and some areas that you'd like to improve. You're going to hear a fantastic interview with Daryl Woodhouse. His company specifically works with large organizations to help the company work smarter and not harder. This then allows each employee to have a healthy work-life balance. So stay tuned. I wanted to take just a quick moment to thank you all who continually support and listen to James Miller Lifeology. I have been so blessed and honored by your continual support. However, I want to make sure that you don't miss out on anything exciting that's happening over here. So go to jamesmillerlifeology.com or lifeology.tv and sign up for the free weekly recap. Each week, I will send you an email which has all the latest radio episodes, YouTube episodes, magazine articles, and self-help products specifically for you. Once again, go to jamesmillerlifeology.com or lifeology.tv and sign up for the free weekly recap. My guest today is Daryl Woodhouse, who is a 26-time award-winning advisor, speaker, and trainer who focuses on helping entrepreneurs, business leaders, and their employees achieve a healthy work-life balance, mental fitness, productivity, and business growth. Welcome to my show, Daryl. Hello, James, and thank you so much for having me. Yes, that was quite a mouthful. I said there, you have so much, so much expertise, so you have a lot to teach us today. So I'm really excited about this. Thank you. Now, from where are you calling today? I'm in a small village um, outside of a town called Maidstone, which is about an hour and a half on the train commute from the city of London in, uh, oh, wow. in, in England. <laughs> That's wonderful. I love, I, one thing I love about this show is I have people from all over the world who, who are guests on my show. So it's great to have an international um, understanding of the world and how we can all make the world more harmonious. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> that sounds like, that's the dream, right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> now, one of the things that you really focus on is work-life balance. When you were younger, did you know that that's really what you wanted to do or where your career would take you? Oh, gosh, no. Um, when I was younger. That's usually what happens. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, when I was younger, it, it was like, uh, oh, you know, how do, I, how do I be successful? How do I build a successful career? And, and what would that be? And, mm-hmm. I, and I just kind of somehow got into my head from somewhere that it'd be really good to be a business leader uh, and a successful manager and leader of people. And um, then I guess some, uh, some research led me into applying to a, a management training program in a uh, FTSE 100 financial services company. Wow. Um, and I kind of, that's where my, my, my career route started really. Um, but yeah, I definitely didn't predict that one from a, from a younger age, um, <laughs> but, but I'm very grateful I did. Yeah, so we are as well. It set me up for some good stuff. When you started your career, you know, you were, sounds like you were incredibly gung-ho about wanting to be successful, which we all are. Yes. But there is unfortunately a time when we sometimes overcorrect or overinvest in something. And with that, that 
that creates a deficit in other areas of our life. What happened for you? Because I know that you had a huge life change that happened in 2016. But from that, it sounds like you really got burnt out and lots of things happened. Can you walk us through the aftermath of 2016? Yeah, absolutely, James. Thank you. Well, um, yeah, and, and it's something I, I like sharing because um, when I started being more confident and more open about what I was going through um, and what had happened, it was amazing how many people not only understood and related to everything, yeah. but, um, but how, how supportive they were. Um, and and th- that was just one of the key things that helped me kind of get out of that situation mm-hmm. and that, that love and support and understanding. Um, but before we got to that, as you say, the aftermath, um, it, it, it was, uh, it, it was a, very dark time of my life. It was very lonely. Uh, I, I fell into a major depression and um, I developed major anxiety. Uh, I had chronic insomnia. Um, I had irritable bowel syndrome mm-hmm. uh, and various other um, sort of physical ailments. Um, I also developed uh, a condition called sleep apnea, which is oh, becoming yeah, uh-huh. more widely recognized. So I now have to sleep with this uh, um, uh, incredibly unsexy um <laughs> it's like a darth mask. vader mask yeah absolutely yeah it, it is it is That's exactly funny. that and uh you know i've had all the jokes from my friends so i'm i'm kind of at peace with that now um but it, it's it's literally a lifesaver and the the type of sleep apnea for anyone who isn't familiar that's listening uh, the type of sleep apnea i have um basically when i'm asleep i my my body stops breathing every one to two minutes so then the brain realizes that the oxygen has been shut off and the brain wakes me up. Um, and then that's happening every one to two minutes. You can't fall into deep REM, the story. Exactly. Yeah. And as we all know, without sleep, I mean, I know with me when I don't, when I have really bad insomnia, I'm not the most, <laughs> the most logical, more sound, most sane person, because you can definitely become much more sensitive um, and your understanding of reality completely changes. Oh, big time. And uh, you can be more irritable, mm-hmm. you know, short fused, frustrated more easily, down in the dumps. You have less energy to get up early to start the day right and go to the gym. So you might yeah. go a gym session. And there's so many, so many knock on effects. Um, but you know, the, 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 the CPAP machine, um, as, uh, as I say, as, as inconvenient it is to have it every day, um, it, it, it serves a purpose and it enables mm-hmm. me to actually wake up feeling refreshed rather than yeah. exhausted constantly, which, you know, kind of work, you know, when you're in that exhaustion phase, it, it, it burnout, it's just like, it's, you need all the help you can get. I, I had suicidal thoughts, James, mm-hmm. which initially I was very embarrassed and ashamed to, to share because I felt this was a, a failure. Um, and that was the biggest thing is to realizing that or remembering that, you know, it's okay to, um, fail or to struggle at times and Mm -hmm. it's okay not to feel happy all of the time yeah well that's not real life exactly yeah yeah the roller coaster that life is um and just to kind of um accept it and and then using various different um uh, i guess methods uh, and tools to to tackle it and get get out of that Mm -hmm. situation Mm -hmm. and it's never just one thing you can't just go on a hypnotherapy course and everything's better overnight. Could you, yeah. Could you imagine that would be wonderful? Yeah. Oh, I, <laughs> if I, I could know. market that, oh, I'm definitely going to do that. Oh, James, we should, if we can find this together, we, <laughs> this is a business for us. There we go. Exactly. Um, but, but no, seriously, we, we would all love these quick fixes, these mm-hmm. wins, but, um, you know, as I want to 
educate and, and share from my own experiences. It, it's not, it's the answer is finding multiple things that work for you, your unique mind, your unique body, your unique life, mm-hmm. um, and then doing them consistently and, yeah. and forming great new daily habits and, mm-hmm. and, and sticking to those. Yeah, have the odd cheat day, you know, the odd day where you break your sleep routine. Maybe once a weekend you don't go to sleep at the set time that's <laughs> recommended, you know, or you do have one lie in a weekend or, yeah. you know, go and eat, you know, a, a massive five course <laughs> meal with all the sweets and chocolate that you like. You know? Yes. But, you know, but the difference, though, I think with that is, but you plan for that. And if mm. we don't, if we don't create... Um, a very mindful practice of, okay, I am going to have this cheat day or I am going to lay on the couch all day and watch TV. The problem is, is that we don't say, when is that going to end? Mm. And so our natural inclination is to revert back to that which has the least amount of energy output. So if I'm going to lay on the couch all day, once again, nothing wrong with that. But if I haven't said, okay, James, all day means four hours. So after four hours, you're going to get up. And the yes. problem is many times people can have an idea of what they want to do, but they haven't thought through to the next event of how the current event affects the next event. Yes. And so the more mindfully aware you are of that to say, you know what, I, I'm totally fine with sleeping in, but I will get up at this time and I will start these other things. And so I think yes. that's just a disconnect that sometimes people forget about. I completely agree with you, 100%. And I, I fully relate to that as well. <laughs> it's awesome. What are some of the methodologies you teach for people to have a work-life balance? Um, okay, so th- there's a few things uh, here, uh, and, and <laughs> I know we haven't got like loads of time, so I'll try yeah. and keep uh, keep uh, just to keep it to a few highlights. Um, but I, I suppose the most impactful thing, um, which I did for myself, and have then since now you know, started to share and help others with with this, is this methodology I've developed called the the three E's. Uh, uh, the three E system, which is employee engagement and efficiency. Mm-hmm. Now, it's something that we teach now in larger organisations. We can roll it across a whole company, but um, it also works for individuals. So, you know, for anyone who's listening, if you don't have a big team, if you work on your own, let's say, that's completely fine. The system works, um, and it's basically a really simple process which gets you mapping out all the different tasks and, and jobs um, that you have to do during the week at home and at work. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the things that are quite, some of them will be a bit mundane, a bit routine. Um, in the business, it could be things like, uh, it would be business meetings, sales calls, administration, managing your inbox, responding to telephone calls, um, traveling, all these kinds of things. Um, so you start by mapping out where all your time goes, basically. And I think, oh, okay. Right? Um, and then we add some other categories, um, such as um, if you had unlimited resource, um, is this something that you, as a uh, whatever your role is, uh, as an entrepreneur or a company director or senior manager, is this something that you should be uh, should be really doing? This way, you can add the most value. Um, and then we're bringing in for the process the visualization of um, of, of uh, effectively. Uh, pound signs or, or, or whatever your local currency would be, US dollars mm-hmm. and so on, mm-hmm. um, against every task that you're doing. Ah, um, right? the value um, system that. That makes yeah, sense. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, it takes like 40 minutes or so to do the inputs for an individual um, into a, uh, a, a tool that we've developed in, in uh, currently in Google Cloud. We're going to turn it into a map at some point to make it more, you know, um, 
uh, scalable in terms mm -hmm. of sharing, sharing it with the world. Um, and then it is a really simple dashboard as well. So it actually shows you, for example, 54% um, of um, senior um, employees and business leaders, 54% um, um, of their time is spent doing stuff that they don't actually like um, <laughs> or it's not really um, playing to their full strengths and it's like lower value tasks which mm -hmm. they could either outsource or they could get some extra administration support from someone who not only um, loves administration and loves that kind of work but actually they're twice as effective and efficient at, at, at doing it they get this stuff done quicker because they have a natural skill for it mm -hmm. so the idea is that we're able to map these things out and then and as a senior leader, I can spend more time you know, driving the strategy, um, building my business, developing my team, um, driving new business sales, you know, and getting less bogged down in some of the operational administrative stuff. Um, so, so there's we get visuals like that, which helps show people it, it's very black and white what mm -hmm. the changes are they need to make. Um, and then there's further um, uh, pie charts in the dashboard to show that. Um, like how much time are you spending actually on strategy, sales, finance, operations, and, and so on. So we can then simplify that and get it back to the top two or three things that are kind of like your superpowers. You know, that mm -hmm. you, like you that. love doing, you're particularly good at it. Um, and then we create a 12-week uh, sort of transformation plan, product, productivity transformation plan, um, using the free system to help people make these immediate changes. And on wow. average, it's 12 and a half hours a week per senior person um, that we save. And then what really? we do is, yeah, 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 oh absolutely. Um, and then what we do with that time is say, right, well, and this is now it moves back into them as individuals and back into the life work balance. You're already working more than the hours you're paid for, or more mm -hmm. than a, you know the ideal 35, 40 hour working hour a week. Um, and we can say we've got 12 and a half hours here that we can take off the 50 hours that you're doing. Um, now, um, you can take this back for yourself and you can finish earlier on a Wednesday, Thursday, or you can finish early on a Friday, have more you know, flexible work. Flex it as you want. Life, sure. Longer weekend, uh, more time with the kids, do the school pickups, whatever it might be. Um, but then we get a bit of pushback because sometimes people feel guilty about being the sure, first one to leave used, the office. <laughs> that's what right? they're used to doing. They're used yeah, to working yeah, as late. Yeah. Well, let Absolutely. me stop you for one second here. I, so what I hear overall is I hear the concept of working smarter, not harder. Yes. We all have so many things we have, so many things we have to do, yep. uh, but it doesn't mean that we're as efficient or expeditious with it as possible. No. What are ways in which you, because you talk about putting a, a, a money value to something, um, how could not only in businesses, but how could the layperson who perhaps just they want to use your methodology in their personal life, how would they assign a numeric or um, a dollar value to their tasks? Um, so basically, it's thinking you, you have to be a little bit creative, and the process, the free process, kind of gives um, gives the, the prompts for that, and we have examples in there as well. Mm -hmm. um, so, well, you know, for example, uh, X, X, Y, Z. Now. Um, it's about being creative with if you had unlimited resource um, or people around you, um, what what tasks would they do and, and what would you do and in terms of and, and then you look at the seniority of those roles. So actually, okay. is this something an intern or an apprentice should do or is it an office manager? Is it a junior manager task, oh, senior management? Okay. Yeah. And so we have a scale on here and then that's where the numerical values come in. Because actually, if you're a senior director and you're spending 
54% of your time, and mm-hmm. that's the average, doing um, administrative operational tasks, um, you, you, you're not creating the most value for yourself, for the business, um, and so on. And, and that's how we, we, we map this stuff out, make that really clear, and then we, we literally cut that stuff away. Um, and then we, how we reallocate that, that saved time, we, we, we tend to spend it between giving, sorry, split it, between giving them more of a um, life-work balance, reducing their working hours, and also using some of that saved time to put more time into those higher value senior director responsibilities and tasks, i.e. improving the strategy, spending mm-hmm. more time developing and mentoring your team. You know, it's those kind of things that even the most successful business leaders, um, they, they, they kind of put that stuff to the side because you, yeah. you prioritize the day-to-day, you know, reacting mm-hmm. to the phone calls, the emails, the meetings about meetings. You know, we've all... <laughs> yes, we've all and, and the most interesting thing for me that I'd love to share with the viewers is that um, um, before I had this, this personal tragedy that kind of just took the wind out of me and, and turned my life upside down in 2016, I'd had a fairly successful career. I was, I was proud of my achievements. You know, I had a good reputation for what I was doing. Um, and it was always hard work. I'm not the, I'm not a rocket scientist. I'm not um, the most intellectual person in the world, but I work hard and I'm determined. Mm -hmm. So, um, I was achieving what I did through hard work and determination. Um, and that was stressful and tiring. So I felt stressed a lot of Mm -hmm. the time before 2016. And it was when this personal um, event that happened, um, it, it was just too much. So the, the lesson that I want to share is that, you know, we, we can think we're, um, we're invincible. We can think we're resilient and strong and that we can cope and that it's okay to have loads of stress and pressure at life and uh, at home and in work. Um, but if something like the unexpected happens, a, a bereavement uh, at a young age to a, a, in a child, your child, um, a, you know, another loved one, you know, your, your business goes bust, whatever it yes, is, it does. this stuff you can't always plan for. E- even if the best plans, the best skills, bad stuff can happen. And with one in four working adults um, expected to have some form of mental health and, and illness in the next 12 months, you know, very few of us are safe. And if we are safe, well, you know, there's one out of four people that are close to us at home and at work mm-hmm. are going to have problems. So, I really want to raise awareness of that is anyone can be affected indirectly or directly. Sure. And no matter how great you are at what you do. Um, and, I, and I want to then be a, a someone who can raise that awareness and then show that actually this is what happened to me and this is how mm. I came out of it. And that productivity piece and really thinking about where we add the most value um, and setting better boundaries for life work balance, like, not checking the emails and the phone late at night. Exactly. You know, all these kind of daily lifestyle habits, it, all of this is part of the ecosystem mm-hmm. I've developed myself effectively to protect myself more than what happened before. Wow. But, but the best bit is I'm happier than ever. <laughs> That's I've, amazing. I've, I've achieved more successes than I had before um, in a short space of time. Um, I have more energy. I'm more proud of my work. Um, you know, it's just like, it's phenomenal, but it's not really like, uh, say, rocket science. It's, it's all actually quite straightforward and mm-hmm. practical stuff we can all do um, for ourselves and others. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I really like how you, you do 
create that awareness for people, you know, especially with the, the statistics of one in four people will have a struggle in life in the next 12 months. But there's also when we're aware of how we can just be more efficient in life and create processes that work in the background so that we don't have to put our, our attention to it every single day. For example, the wonderful thing about a smartphone is most people don't use it to its full capacity. So yes. learning how to have, like I said, these processes in place that work for you. Like for me, for example, my phone always reminds me of things. So as soon as I know that I'm supposed to remember something, I immediately put it in my phone and I don't have to worry about it. And so I think when we sometimes don't use all the resources around us to live and to have a more efficient and productive and successful yep. life, we kind of like what your original motto is, is work smarter, not harder. Unfortunately, yes. we will be working harder and not smarter. Yeah. So I, I think this is fantastic. Unfortunately, our time is up, Daryl. If my listeners would like to find out more information about you and to learn more about the 3E system, because I think this is phenomenal, and I really want to hear more about how people in everyday life can also implement this. But if they really want to work with you and find out more information, where would they find all this information online? Um, the the best, uh, best start, James, would be my, my personal website, uh, which is www.darylwoodhouse.com. Uh, D-A-R-Y-L um, and uh, hopefully if we can share the links uh, when we uh, when we post this as well um, they'll also find me on, on LinkedIn I'm quite quite active on LinkedIn as well sharing lifestyle tips and daily habits that people can implement to give themselves a boost and you know, improve their life work balance and, and boost their productivity in the workplace Awesome, well Daryl thank you so much for being a fantastic guest on my show today, I really appreciate all your time Thanks so much, James. And and likewise, I've, I've really enjoyed being a guest. Thank you for having me. I also want to thank you, my listener, for tuning in today. Please subscribe to this radio show through whichever portal you join me today. Also, please go to my website where you may sign up for the free weekly recap, watch my YouTube episodes, read the articles I've written specifically for you, and purchase my previous guests' self-help products. If you'd like to work with me, be a guest on or advertise on this show, visit jamesmillerlifeology.com. Be sure to follow me on all social media platforms under the name James Miller Lifeology, except for Twitter, which is James M. Lifeology. Once again, thank you so much for your support, and I'll talk to you soon.